This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Going over some Cy Young markets here. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley here with you. It's brought to you by BetMGM. As we're breaking it down, we, let's finish up with the AL because we, we didn't even get Jake's thoughts on it. But uh, I think we're, like, I'm assuming we're all going to be on Framber and expect that to kind of hold up. But do you think, uh, before we get to Jake, do you think Evaldi is, like, really live? To... I do. I do okay. think he's live. Um, he's been, like, near the top in the scoring the entire year. It hasn't. People are going to be like, well, he's Nathan Evaldi. Like, this has to, he has to wither at some point or wilt at some point, kind of like what's happening with Marcus Stroman in the NL, where it's just kind of like, eh, it's not quite what it was before, but it hasn't happened yet. And as long as it hasn't happened yet, I, I have to at least like keep an open mind that he is a viable option. His previous career highs in all metrics that matter predictive wise, like for a pitcher profile coming into the year, like he easily meets the criteria for he's had, you know, he's had a, a, season where he's had a high war he's had a season where he's had a certain number of strike like it's just you know like he presents as someone who could win even though it would be very weird it would not be something that people would expect to happen um and that's why he's priced the way he is too so framber two cole three gaussman 350 mcclanahan eight i didn't even read Ivaldi 11 at mgm it's less elsewhere otani 12 castillo 20 who has a zero percent chance joe ryan 66 who also has a zero percent chance um I think Eovaldi can win. Let's uh, what, let's reframe the question. How many pitchers do I think still have a chance to win? Seven. Okay, That's probably my answer. Uh, Framber, Eovaldi. Uh, these are not necessarily in order. Framber, Eovaldi, Gaussman, Cole. Actually, six. Framber, Eovaldi, Gaussman, Cole, McClanahan, and the sixth one will probably surprise people. Uh, George Kirby. Is definitely okay. still alive. And you and brought him up yesterday. If you compare how these guys rate out right now, um, if you compare like just how they like sort of my scoring system for just up to this point in the season, this does not well, like I said, kind of projects forward because like F war is in this, which uses predictive metrics, uses FIP. So like it kind of predicts forward a little bit. Um, if you use this, Framber and Eovaldi are kind of head and shoulders above everyone else in this scoring system. Framber is in first. Uh, Eovaldi's in second be like, well, why isn't he a second in odds? Because he's Nathan Eovaldi and people don't think this is going to continue. That's why. Mm -hmm. Then there is a cluster of pitchers, four of them, 
uh, sort of in the next scoring tier, kind of, there's a separation more than that, like one start would make up. So like some separation between Frambury and Evaldi and Cole, Gaussman, Kirby, and Sonny Gray, who I think is dead and can't win. Uh, his whip is astronomical and like, it just I, like what's more likely to happen? He's going to stop walking and allowing hits, or that finally some of those guys are going to score. Uh, it just seems so yeah. much more likely that those guys will actually score, right? So um, I've never even encountered a pitcher with this type of profile before, but it means he rates out pretty well because just no one's scoring on him, and uh, so he's in that second tier. And then then there's another gap, and then McClanahan, and that's why I've always been really down on McClanahan, and I really think he has no shot because he just scores terribly in this uh, score. So yeah, and- it's kind of like, all right, if we work with those pitchers, Jeremy, then it's like, all right, mm-hmm. well, let's, you know, let's take those pitchers and compare them to their prices in the market, almost in that order, right? So tier one is Framber and Eovaldi, and tier two is Cole, Gaussman, and Kirby, and tier three is McClanahan. Okay, like if we price with the tier, then the two prices that will stand out will be the two not name pitchers. It'll be Eovaldi at his price, which is like 11, and it'll be Kirby at his price, which in some places is 80. So it's a kind of like, all right. I get why they're priced like that because their name is not the name of the other pitchers. Mm-hmm. Totally understand. And there's something to be said for pedigree and being able to do this for an entire season. The later it goes, the more that that's BS. So well, we're going to get to a point where it's like, I don't care what his name is. If it's August 1st and, and if it's August 1st and George Kirby rates out the best, then he can't be 80 because it's August yeah. 1st. <laughs> and like, we all, yeah. we almost done. It's like, it's, you know, there's eight <laughs> starts left, 10 starts left at this point. So just, Again, like you're you're always kind of blending like knowing who the pitcher is and whether it's a real thing with how long we've gone in the season with it still being a real thing. And Eovaldi and Kirby are interesting for that reason because they've made it this long. They're not guys you would bet forever ago. But it's, you know, like they're gonna make their next start. It's gonna be the third week of July. It's it starts to get a little interesting. Yeah, it's it's funny as you were bringing it up because I remember when they they flashed as Sonny Gray comes in and you look at who he's I think he was facing nine one two, which it was Michael Harris. Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Freddie Freeman is who he ended up facing, and they flashed his whip. It's 1.27, and you're going, how on earth are you putting, you know, on average 1.3 runners per inning and have an ERA that's that, that low? It's just yep. he's very, very lucky. His BABIP, BABIP, whatever the hell you want to call it, his batted balls and play, like that's – he's getting very lucky, and it, it sucks. I like Sonny Gray, but – I don't know that he can keep that up. At some point, he has to get really burned in a game, which is going to throw him completely out of whack. But um, yeah. hey, let's bring in Jake, because I don't, I don't know if Jake has anything else that we have. Oh, I'm sure said, Jake has thoughts. Jake's, Jake's holding want... for Amber Valdez, and he's holding on for dear life right now is what's happening, because he actually has the guy who really could win and maybe is the most likely to win, which is always, which is always fun. Jake, how are you feeling right now? Uh, hold on to your butts time, basically. Yeah, how I'm feeling. Almost. It's a break. A couple months left. It's uh, not. It's not really hold yeah. on to your butts time. Like uh, like mid August, late August is hold on to your butts time. The thing with Framber is that I can you mention the innings thing? Like you look at all of these guys on this list. Who do you have the most most faith in that he's going six or seven every night? To me, that's Framber Valdez because he's been doing it for almost two years now. Garrett Cole could give up three homers and three innings and seven earned runs. Shane McClanahan, same thing, or could leave due to injury. Shohei Otani could leave due to injury because of a blister or because they want to save him and he only goes five. Kevin Gosman has been hit around a little bit, could do the same thing, like or strike out a million guys and have to go out like the Blake Snell effect. Framber Valdez is the guy who you look and go, okay, kind of like Sandy Alcantara to a lesser degree, obviously, but okay, yeah, I feel like he's getting six at least, maybe seven or eight even. He's that guy. 
I mean, just for one second, I mean, Joe Ryan, go join Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen on the scrap heap. See you later. Thanks for nothing. Uh, no. But, the, you know, the Jake, we, we the Jake uh, tickets up in flames yeah. memorial trio. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the, the the latter two at least were out of my control. Well, I mean, I guess they were all out of my control, but the latter two at least were injury. <laughs> right. and they were yeah, no, but you had control but... over Joe Ryan. Right? Yeah, that's what... <laughs> Joe, Joe Ryan was a slow burn that just was a slow yeah. descent into hell. But, I mean, yeah, Framber Valdez, I mean, he's just so consistent, and that's why you feel so good about this because or at least I do, I guess, not you, but me. Uh, the proverbial we, as I like to say. But Framber Veldez is the most consistent. He is just rock solid every single time that he goes out. There's not a lot of variance with him, I feel like. When you watch a start, you're not worried that he's going to give up a million runs like Garrett Cole or he's going to leave because of injury like Shane McClanahan. He's just there every five days. Yeah, well put. I mean, I, like, I, guess, I, I think it's fair. Go ahead, yeah. Jeremy. I was just going to say, there's really not much to say about the American League. I, I was interested in the fact that you had six. Um, what Jake, what do you think about him? Like, I love the way Kirby pitches. He just he just pounds the strike zone. Huh. Um, do you do you buy into that? Do you do you like Kirby at all? I mean, I yeah, talk about guys that I'm holding on to for dear life. Yeah. The George Kirby's 80s and 90s from preseason, which are They're basically the same too, price the now. It's so like whatever. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think he's a really good pitcher. Just like everything with the Mariners, it's been so up and down and so much variance. And, yeah, if he somehow separates or hits another gear here, that'd be awesome. But also, how confident am I in that? Not a ton because we're about to, like, I think he's already cleared his career high in innings. This is the most he's ever pitched in a season, which scares you a little bit, especially for a second year pitcher who is not used to this kind of workload before. But yeah, I mean, I like George Kirby. I project him for the next couple of years as an awesome pitcher who could definitely win this award in the future. It's just for this season, the price is long. He's had some ups and downs already. And now we're entering a part of the season where he's never pitched before. Yeah, I I totally agree. It's just, uh, it's again, it's like, they score the best. Well, then why are they priced like that? Because of because of what Jake's saying. Because Nathan Eovaldi's Nathan Eovaldi, and George Kirby's just never done this before. And it's just there's so it's I, I I'm sure this frustrates people who listen a little bit because it's like you know we did this two weeks ago. It's like look, there's I don't think there's anything to bet right now, but hopefully there will be soon. Like hopefully we will gain some clarity. Well, we're two three weeks later, and I'm telling you, there's no damn clarity. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you, like like we're just not there yet. And I, in the NL, it'll be kind of be the same thing. But just it's like, you know, if you like had to bet something right now, which you don't, and so you shouldn't, um, you know, I think I think Eovaldi should be a little shorter. And the reason he should be a little shorter is that I think McClanahan is almost like someone I can actually just get rid of and I don't have to pay attention to anymore. And I think Otani is already someone I can get rid of and I don't have to pay attention to anymore. In fact, I've done so. And I think Luis Castillo is pretty much somebody I can get rid of and I don't have to pay attention to anymore. And they're both taking some of the win probability that should sort of rightfully be either Frambers or Eovaldi's or Coles or somebody else who actually has a chance to win. So like the price isn't correct it's just like we when when we get to this point, it's like all right, it's a it's an eleven that should be a six. It's not like a a hundred that should be a three, which happens in award markets sometimes, right? Or a an eighty that's going to be a five. Like Ellie De La Cruz is seventy, then he's about to get called up, then he gets called up, now he's plus two fifty. Like there isn't any of that. The guy who would be that is George Kirby. You just have to really take a leap of faith, almost on a start by start basis. Like maybe you bet a little eighty right now, and then like with each start. 
you're kind of like, all right, still a thing, or every two starts, still a thing, the market will be really resistant to move him into any kind of like contention category because of everything Jake said. So like, you're still really wait and see on a lot. If you wanted to bet a little Eovaldi, I wouldn't blame you. I think he should be shorter, but it's not, this isn't massive. Uh, and we can obviously gain a lot more clarity as we keep going. And one of the weird things is, like, we talk about Framber. Framber developed a cutter, what was it, two years ago, maybe three, that's kind of upped his strikeouts, but he's an extreme ground ball pitcher for the most part, and I think that's what helps him go deeper in games. And ironically, as a guy, like, I was talking about strikeouts earlier and how I thought it meant more, and you're telling me going deeper in games is more important. Um, yes. Then maybe maybe that's you know that's where we start have to start looking at that. There are guys like Garrett Cole that can pitch deeper in the games that will get strikeouts. Definitely. But I think some of the vets learn how to do that, which I think is an added bonus um, when you can do it. But a lot of these young guys, well, you're going to see them the strikeouts. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say like I think the the final kind of like at least my final analysis for now is uh, I think Framber is appropriately priced and is the most likely pitcher to win. Does that mean you should bet him? I, I don't really think so, but like he is the most likely pitcher to win. I, I totally agree with that. Um, if he won, wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Scores really well. Uh, Eovaldi is kind of right behind him, but isn't really priced that way. And so maybe there's a valuable opportunity there. I have some Eovaldi. If you want to join me, great. If you want to wait, I think that's totally fine. Uh, Cole is probably too short, but he can win. So it's appropriate or short. Gaussman, same. Kirby's a little too long, but not a lot because he's never done it. I think McClanahan's close to dead. Castillo and Otani are dead too. Good stuff. All right, we're gonna we're gonna break down the NL Cy Young, which I just looked at the names and I feel sick to my stomach. I don't know who to pick, but uh, we'll, we'll break it down. It's coming up on You Better You Bet right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 